you know, if you're not working, somebody else is, and they're going to be ahead of you. I don't know if you've heard that, but I've heard that. That mentality really feeds into you where you feel like you have to work, 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 work. And if you're not working, you're missing out and someone's going to beat you and get ahead of you because they are working. Welcome to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast with Bree Noble. Bree is a musician, entrepreneur, speaker, and founder of Women of Substance Music Radio and Podcast. Bree's interviews with successful female musicians and industry pros are both inspirational and informational. She also answers your questions about the music business. Bree is on a mission to help you create great music, connect with your fans, and grow your business, and to truly become a female entrepreneur musician. Hey, what is up? This is Bree Noble, and I want to thank you so much for tuning in to the Female Entrepreneur Musician Podcast, where we talk about making great music, connecting with your audience, and growing your business. This is super exciting. I am recording this podcast from my new remote office in Maine. So as many of you know, I'm from California, And because of the pandemic, we ended up driving all the way to Maine this year for vacation instead of flying. We just thought it was best for many reasons. And we also thought there's a chance we might end up being able to stay. And that's exactly what happened. Everybody's jobs and schools went online. And of course, mine was already online. And so we just fully set up shop here. And it is now August 31st, and we are ready to launch into the school year. My husband just started school today. He teaches at a university. My daughters start school on Wednesday. We're having their books and things shipped here. And we are basically relocating temporarily to Maine, which is really fun. So I got my podcast set up here. And since I come here every summer, it's going to really be helpful for future years anyway. So I figured it made sense to invest in this. But anyway, I'm excited to be recording this from my new studio in Maine with my lake view. And when I'm taking breaks from editing this podcast, I can go out on my paddleboard. And so it's really fun to be able to do this. And I think this is a really apropos subject that we have today both based on the fact that we're about all ready to go back to school and my family, you know, our schedules are totally going to be changing because everybody's suddenly back to work and school. Uh, Although I've been working the whole time, mostly other than our vacation time. And also because of the fact that, you know, we've got kids home because of the pandemic. A lot of us are working at home when they usually, we usually work at an office or we have a husband at home. And So we're talking about how to balance things, how to prioritize, how to set goals and actually get them done, and what kind of kind of habits and hacks we can use to accomplish this during this time. And for me, you know, I'm in a new location. I'm having to share my desktop computer where I am right now when I record my podcast. I have to share this with my husband when he teaches. Now, luckily, he teaches in the afternoons in California, which happens to be the evenings here. So it's pretty interesting that he's going to be teaching from like 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. because we're on Eastern time and all the students are on Pacific time. I am balancing helping my kids with their school. One of them is a senior in high school. I don't worry about her, but the other one is 11. And she definitely struggled last year when we were suddenly sent home from school. And I didn't do enough to make sure that she was staying on task. So I learned my lesson. I need to make sure that I, you know, stay in touch with what she's doing. And that's a whole nother job. So it's definitely an interesting time. 
And this was also on the minds of the community managers in our female indie musician community free group on Facebook. And so they're like, Hey, can we do a Facebook live about this? And I said, absolutely. It totally makes sense for right now. And so what I decided to do is kind of combine my thoughts about this subject with their thoughts and create an episode with three different perspectives. Now, before I dive in, I do want to mention that I have a great resource that could be really helpful for you in trying to plan what you're working on and prioritizing things. And that is my Smart Goals Workbook. And you can find that at femusician.com slash goals. That's F as in female, E as in entrepreneur, musician.com slash goals. All right, let us dive into this episode. So I'm going to let Beth and Kayla our two community managers in the female indie musician community, talk a little bit about their experiences with this time of year and what they are focusing on and what they're working on. And then I will add some comments throughout. Just from my own experience about balancing life and responsibilities with music and just a couple tips. Uh, One thing that I've learned fairly recently, and I think I knew this and learned this intuitively years ago when I was in college and in my early working years and career, you know, out of college, I applied this and then, you know, I was a stay at home mom for 15 years. And I know we have some moms in our group too. And so some of these things just kind of went by the wayside, but what I'm relearning is for me, it really helps um, for me to have just focused time with no distractions. I've started something where I'm working for 25 minutes, take a five minute break. And, you know, I set my, whatever my greatest priority is. And I set like a two hour block of time. And so I I work for 25 minutes. I have a timer I use on my computer that makes a nice, lovely musical sound at the end, but it motivates me, you know, to be like, okay, you know, 25 minutes, you know, let's see how much I can get done. And then, um, then when I take a five minute break, what I really need to be doing is getting away from my computer because I think all of us are so, I don't know, like we are on our computers so much, you know, or on our phones. And so when I take that five minute break, it doesn't mean checking my phone and social media, but it really means just exercising or doing jumping jacks or finding something that I enjoy for five minutes, walking away and then coming back. Yeah, that can be a really great technique. That's called Pomodoro method. And each 25 minute segment is are called Pomodoros. And there are actually apps out there that you can use to track those for yourself. So it can like let you know when each Pomodoro is over and it's time to get up and take a break. Now, I feel like this really works for people that have a hard time focusing. For me, it's not the best because I'm the kind that really gets into a groove and I like to focus for like two hours at a time. So I will recommend it to people that are having trouble focusing, tend to be a little bit ADD, a little bit squirrel. Um, Definitely try the Pomodoro method. I know it's really working for Beth. Up next, Kayla is talking about how there are things in her day that used to feel like a total grind um, because they're related to a business that she does basically to supplement her income as a musician. And she talks about how during this time period, she was just so thankful to even have that and how before it used to be a grind, but now she just felt so thankful for being able to have that business and that income when musicians are, you know, struggling to do live gigs and things right now. So I appreciate her 
talking about gratitude and how that can really make you more productive because you're changing the perspective that you're looking at something with. Yeah. I mean, this is something that I'm working through as well as everybody else's because life has changed completely. And, uh, I, you know, I, as a musician, I used to really loathe, uh, cause I have a business that I run and I used to loathe it because I felt like it was taking me away from my music. And then the pandemic hit and then it's like, Oh, mm -hmm. thank you so much. So, um, it's been a, it's been a change with me, with my attitude, even though I still don't necessarily always enjoy the work. I had to change my attitude with it because it has kept my roof over my head and food on my table. And thank you God for the blessing of having this, um, business that has, you know, worked for, for me for so long. So, um, mm -hmm. I, uh, you know, so that was a, a good thing in the sense that I just was, had more gratitude about it. Up next, Kayla talks about dealing with deadlines in multiple businesses, her business, her music business, and how it can get you into this tailspin of constantly hustling. And I can really identify with this. I have to watch myself on this all the time because I'm doing multiple things. Um, I'm not only running a podcast and another podcast and I have four team members and I'm, you know, I have an academy and I've got, you know, people that I have to manage as well as running this other, um, coaching group for another program and having kids that I need to keep after. So I totally get this. And I love the way that Kayla talks about how we can just get, lost in the hustle and how we can feel like we're constantly behind, but how that can really, really sabotage us. Well, uh, having, having my own business and having deadlines and things like that, um, and having had to deal with that as well as trying to, uh, do my business for music and writing a book and, uh, doing speaking engagements and things like that. Organizing my time has become very important. I went through a phase though, where I was working all the time because I had the mentality that um, you have to work hard in order to get anywhere. There's, oh, there's a mentality in the work industry or in the music industry too, that will come out at you. And we're told it all the time where, um, you know, if you're not working, somebody else is, and they're going to be ahead of you. I don't know if you've heard that, but I've heard that. And it's, that mentality really feeds into you where you feel like you have to work, 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 work. And if you're not working, you're missing out and someone's going to beat you and get ahead of you because they are working. And, you know, that's a really dangerous path to go down because as we get older, I look at it like, I don't know about you, but I look at it, I'm 58 and I look at it and say, if I live till 80, I have 22 more summers left right? Mm -hmm. That's not a lot of summers in my life. And so for me, what I did this summer, because we've got a pandemic going on right now, and we also have winter that's going to come and we're going to be stuck in our homes with our families in the dark with possibly not a lot of stuff to do. So I was talking to my husband about that um, uh, last night saying we really need to be intentional about planning our lives and thinking about what's going to happen because we're not going to have the sun in the evening and all of the rest of it. So for me this summer, what I did, because I was writing my book and I was 
doing all of those things. And then I was writing and, and doing everything that I was supposed to do. And then I decided to, uh, I, I really begrudged working in the evenings in my office after my workday was done, writing a book when the sun was shining and working on my music even and all of those other things. And I said to myself, you know what? I'm going to allow myself to be off the hook. And for the first oh. time in my life, I did. I said, no, this is summer. And winter's going to be, could be hard, right? And so we need to, um, you know, we need to, so I said, no, I am going to enjoy these moments. So I'm very fortunate to live by the water. I would go out my kayak in the evening, or I would go for a walk, or I would, you know, we went to a, a different beach because we live on the coast. We went to a different beach last night and went for a walk. And doing those things to kind of, Feed, fill that part of me up so that I feel like I've had a bit of a summer and, and doing that. And I figure in October when, or when the time changes, that's when I will have my plan. So um, to start, get back down to the nitty gritty and I will give myself a good project to work on um, and plan that so that I can work. So, but what I do during the day, um, so I, I think that's really important that we don't, it's not all about work. Oh boy, do I resonate with that. That is one reason that we came here because we've always wanted to come to Maine in this time of year and we never get to because the kids are always having to go back to school. So I am utilizing every moment I can to be hanging out by the lake, doing my work on the dock, uh, in a chair, overlooking the lake, taking breaks, going on my paddleboard, always going for long walks every day when it's sunny, because around here it doesn't stay sunny nearly as long as it does in California. So you got to like make hay while the sun shines. So I totally resonate with what she says. And I, I, I feel that in my bones of like, there's so many things I want to do. And, you know, I feel like I'm always behind, but I have learned to shut that off and really be able to enjoy the here and now, because as I'm old, you know, I'm fifth, I'm 48 and I'm feeling that getting to the 50 thing. And my kids are, you know, about to be leaving the house, one of them soon. And so I need to treasure these moments. So now Kayla goes into a few little hacks and she talks about a paper planner. That is not me. I am, I'm an Asana girl through and through, but you know, what I always say to my students is you need to use what works for you. Don't try to force what I use on yourself if you won't use it. So, you know, find something that's going to work for you. And Kayla talks about her planner, but I also love her little hacks about getting small household duties done during her breaks. I do that too. I, you know, when I get up to go to the bathroom, I'll like, oh, let me unload the dishwasher real quick. Although my kids do that. Maybe it'll be like, let me, uh, you know, organize this shelf real quick, or let me put away these clothes real quick that have been folded by my daughter. So find little tasks that you can do throughout the day as kind of a break. And I listen to podcasts while I do that, by the way. So I'm not, I never have just this like time where I feel like it's wasted. And so what I do, you get up and you exercise in your Pomodoros. And what I will do is if I have all of these little things that I need to get done, then um, during my five minute break, I'll go and unload the dishwasher, right? And I'm still active and I'm away mm -hmm. from the desk, but I'll go and I'll do that. Or I might go and wipe down a counter really quickly and get that stuff done. Like I'll, I'll do, do little things like that. They're just still little chores that need to be done, but they take a little block of time. But the, 
the, the main idea that there there are a couple of things that I do um, that I that have been effective for me, and uh, I use my passion planner. I'm an old fashioned girl. I use my passion planner. I, I love it. I've used it for, and there's probably people watching that that have one too. Um, I find them great. They I've had one now for about six years, and it's amazing writing down your goals and stuff like that. You can go back and look at it later on six years afterwards and, and realize that you've done a lot of the things that you thought were pie in the sky. You've end, ended up actually doing writing down your goals is a really um, effective thing and you don't even realize it, but you're slowly working towards things. Um, That's but awesome. it's, um, you know, what I, what I do is I, I, you know, you, you, you do like what Bree says, you know, you do the big brain dump and then you figure out um, what it is that you need to do in chunks and working in chunks and working in small batches is really uh, effective and so much easier. And if you can look at your life and decide what it is when you need to grab time for yourself to make it so that you can work on your business and still have time for yourself and still be able to take care of the kids and still all do all of those things, then um, the things that I did, Little, these are going to be little things and, and they're going to seem weird, but they actually add way more time to my life. Um, one of the mm -hmm. things that I did is uh, I decided to pay for a, um, a plan, a meal planning thing. Uh, you know, it cost me 45 bucks every quarter or something like that. And it's a vegetarian one. It's, it's forks over knives. Um, Pardon? Yeah, it's, it's fine. Well, see, now here's the thing. I would plan my meals and then I, you know, do the food and all of that kind of stuff. And I would do the prep. It takes a lot of time, you know, to sit there and say, okay, we're going to have this and this and this for the week and, you know, plan all of that. And you've got all the recipes and I enjoyed doing it, but it took a chunk of my time. It took a chunk of my weekend. And this has meals it sits there and it says these are the meals that they've planned for you but then you can swap out and keep your favorites and pull out of that but then what happens is it also then gives you the grocery list and then it gives you prep if you want to do prep on the weekend and it also plans for leftovers it also plans and you can say breakfast lunches whatever you can do all of it it's got all of it there so what that did was took away that huge chunk of time so then I go online and I order my groceries and I do that. And I say, if I'm charging myself out at a hundred bucks an hour, this is a half hour's worth of work that I, that, you know, I like uh, me doing the work is, has way more value or, you know, it, it is a lot more money than what I'm paying for a quarter for them to do all of this work for me. So that saves me a whole chunk of time. So for me, it has value. I bought a Roomba, which I talk about my iRobot all the time. I bought a Roomba and that vacuums my floors for me. And I saved the money to get that. And it, it took that task away from me and that saves me time. So then I can focus on other things. I made a, um, I took the time to make up a thing for cleaning up my house. Um, I did a spreadsheet to clean my house. Now I know that sounds really, really anal, but uh, that's what I did. And um, and so because there's, there's things to me like, uh, you know, a lot of women, it, well, for all of us, if we have a clean home, it makes us feel better, you know, in a lot of ways, right? It's like if, if everything's cluttered and if everything's crazy, 
then we start to feel um, panicked and we've got more to do and, and, and it stirs things up. And so I have a spreadsheet that has what I do every single day. Um, and it's, it's very simple. There's things that I do every day. And then I focus like today is hallway and, and, um, you know, cleaning up the hallway. And I do that stuff every day. I look at the calendar, my husband and I work on it together and you could do it as a family. It doesn't take long. And the thing is, is then you start getting into the nitty gritty. There's no cobwebs in the corners. There's no, all of that stuff. It's all done and it takes very little time. And that is only from having having done so many projects where you nip it down into small little chunks of what it is that you need to do, like the Pomodoro method, where you say, I'm going to work on this because this is going to make um, the needle move in my business. It's not just busy work, but it's making something happen in my business, getting something actually effective done. It's taking that mentality and applying it to your house, right? So then what happens is, again, it just saves time. Overall, it ends up saving time because you're not cleaning your house on the weekend for the entire day. Or, you know, like, like I was taught by my mom, right? You work all week and then clean your house all. And it's like, where did your weekend go? But if you do these little bits every day during the week, then all of a sudden you have a weekend. You have a, you have a clean house. You don't have to do it. And, and your meals are already planned, so you don't have to sit there and think about those. Stuff. So anything that you can delegate to somebody else you can automate or you can plan into little chunks that's going to give you more time in your life so that you can work on your business those are really cool things to do and if anybody wants to know what i do with my house or anything like that or wants the links to fork to knives over knives or anything let me know and i will happily give that stuff to you because then you can allot it and change it to to work with what you do and it gives you a good example but those are those are things that give you back some of your life and anything that my next thing that I'm going to do is, is the iRobot has a thing that washes your floor. It's like, are you kidding me? Yes, oh, please. Wow. Yes, please. And so you can say on Thursdays, I would like you to wash my kitchen. You know, it's like, hello, thank you. And, and, you know, so it's stuff like that, that to me that has that, even though I'm paying for it, it has so much value to me because it takes that part of my life away. So then I can use that same system to plan my work and I can say, all right, I don't have to write for five hours on my book every day, but what can I do in an hour? Can I sit down between six and seven and write my book? Do you know what I mean? And, and then make that focus yeah. time. And, and, um, and then uh, I, I heard this saying um, by Brendan Bruchard who said he, he, what he did was he said, he would ask himself, he would set a, an alarm on his phone and said, what am I choosing to focus on now? And it would hit him. So it didn't matter if he was doing a live, you know, like if, if it came on right now and I was doing a live with you, it's like, what am I focusing on right now? I'm not looking at everything else. I'm focusing on this conversation and listening, talking more than I'm listening right now, but I should be listening. Yeah. Um, you know, that kind of a thing. And, and and that helps too, because then you're not, the Facebook isn't happening and all these different things, but it's focused work. So uh, those are little tricks. It's batching. It's, it's, it's doing the Pomodoro method. It's choosing to focus, really focus on things as well as delegating. What can I automate? You know, what can I give somebody else to do? What can I plan out in little chunks? 
And if you use that method in all of your life, not just your work, but right down to your food and your house cleaning and all of those other things, you will really start to save time and you will start to get your life back. That's, you know, so that we're not working all the time because we don't want to work all the time. We want to enjoy things. So those are my little things that I do that have made a huge impact, even though they don't seem like they should, they do. I say amen to all that, Kayla. Absolutely. I have been using every plate for the past almost two years now to make really good meals three times a week for my family. And they deliver a box of food and they deliver the recipes and all that. And I don't even need to think about it. And my one daughter who needs to have meat and potatoes several times a week, that makes her happy. It makes me happy and it makes me feel like I'm making something really good and I'm not constantly having to think about what am I going to have for dinner? What am I have for dinner? And then we have all these awesome leftovers. So I also outsource a lot of my chores at home to family, to my kids. I pay them. I do have a house cleaner. You know, you need to be kind to yourself. If you're really busy doing a lot of amazing things in the world, you can't also be spending your time doing things that somebody else can do. There's certain things in your world that only you can do. Only I can record this podcast. Only I can show up for my academy members. Only I can create content for my courses. You know, only I can coach people. So I need to show up for those things and I need to delegate the rest. So great examples, Kayla. And Beth is talking about how breaking up the house duties not only makes it feel easier, but also clears out so much mental space. If you're putting it off and you're putting off, then you have this weight that's on you all the time. I don't have a housekeeper. I do my own cleaning here. And it's not as important as it used to be to me. That's bad, but it's just not. Um, Mm -hmm. But I want things organized. But I got a new cleaner for a kitchen floor and it, I have a big mop thing. And all of a sudden it just, it smells so clean and wonderful. And I could just use it everywhere and not use the Swiffer. And I got it done like in record time. And I noticed when I cleaned more regularly, like you said, it's easier, yeah. you know, rather than yeah. putting it all off. And then all of a sudden you have this huge, massive, overwhelming amount of stuff to do. Yeah. So I think that's so true just keeping up with things um when they're small it it is very powerful um i want to you've got excellent tips that you shared with us and i really appreciate them um i want to share uh something that relates to something that you talked about here and this is a quote from stephen kotler and he says this if we are hunting the highest version of ourselves then we need to turn work into play and not the other way around. Unless we invert this equation, much of our capacity for intrinsic motivation starts to shut down. We lose touch with our passion and become less than what we could be. And that feeling never really goes away. And again, that's Stephen Kotler. And I love that because it kind of relates to what you're saying. You know, we can work all the time and especially for those that, um, maybe working all the time, maybe more has been added because you're homeschooling your kids now or you have kids who need your help um, for school while you're being a musician or you have people in the house that weren't there before that or your family members whom you love, but it's an adjustment. And, um, and we can find that we feel like we're working all the time. 
That's a great quote. And Beth goes on to talk about how when she was working at a corporate company, her boss told her that if she finished all of her work, she could do whatever she wanted. And boy, was that a motivator. Just think about if we played that game with ourselves with the work that we have to do. Like I got my work done in like four hours a day yeah. because I was motivated. Yeah. I was motivated and I was happy and there was no guilt or shame that if I if I could be productive and do a good job, then I could be rewarded for that. And so I think that um, that kind of goes along with, um, I mean, they're, they're saying that that company was work hard, play hard. And that's a yeah. good thing, you know? Yeah. yeah, not not to be working hard all the time. We're get, we get burnt out and you know, I'm older, Kayla. I know you shared your age. You don't look anything like you're 58, so you look amazing. <laughs> I'm really proud of you. Um, I'm 57, um, and uh, but I do feel like I don't have the energy that I used to have. I wish I did. Um, I do. Uh, you know, I'm starting to exercise more, and I really do want to take good care of myself. You know, to be around for a while. But um, but I think that you know, like like I said, seeing seeing work as play. Now, some of it doesn't feel playful and some of it is not fun, but pushing through the stuff we really have to get done to, you know, to be rewarded with the stuff that is fun, um, I think is really important. And, um, and kind of also along what you were talking about too, like uh, just batch processing stuff. That is huge for me. Um, that's huge for me because I work, you know, with women of substance I love my work with women of substance and female entrepreneurial musicians. So I'm balancing that with my own music and, um, and some of my work is hard and it's intense, but when I really batch similar tasks together, it goes so much faster and is so much more productive. Like with our music business, if we have, if you've got videos to record, um, or, do it all, just plan it, do your planning and to do all your, record your videos all in, you know, a couple hour session. Don't, because we lose concentration and focus when we switch from task to task. Like we, it, it takes a while for our brains to get back and focus. So that's where that batch processing really helps. If you have a lot of emails, if you, if you want to email your subscribers, um, go ahead and plan what you're going to do for the whole month and, and write those emails. And, yeah. And, and get them scheduled um, ahead of time, like for the following month or your social media post, um, anything that requires a lot of energy like that, that's hard because it's impossible. I wouldn't say it's impossible, but we will feel like we're working all the time. If we're yeah. just switching back and forth between all those tasks every single day. Speaking of batch processing, Kayla's talking about how she does these cool batch processes for taking photos. And she was talking about having a selfie day where she gets all of her like outfits and she just goes and she takes a bunch of different selfies of herself in interesting locations. Because, you know, you get yourself all nice and makeup and hair and all that stuff. You don't want to do that over and over again. Why not take a whole month or two months or three months worth of stuff at once and then she was talking also about like taking really cool location pictures for instagram like all on the same day so she was having a little issue with her uh sound so i didn't want to play that clip for you but i'm gonna pull it back in right where she starts having better sound and then another day i would take an hour and i would put everything through the filter so that i would have them and then i would have all of these things and then I would go onto Canva and I would batch time to do quotes and I would get a whole bunch of quotes ready 
all with the same. So I would take time to, you know, find inspirational quotes. And then I would take time to then put them all through Canva. So then they're mm -hmm. ready. Then I can just take those pictures and I can put them in your planning thing that you're, you know, wanting to do and schedule them. And so it's something, so you could have your, you could have your month planned as far as your social media stuff is concerned. And that's all done through batching and, and taking, you know, a certain amount of time and to, to put stuff together. So batching is, is a great, you know, it is such a time saver. It's a huge time saver. Knowing that we're all home so much during this pandemic, I actually think this conversation about house cleaning is really useful. Um, I didn't expect this conversation based upon what we talked about that they were going to be discussing be so much about house cleaning, but I actually love this. I think it's going to be really useful for you guys. So here's a little bit more on Kayla's house cleaning system. So I want to just say this. If you, if your house is in disarray and then you have cleaned it, um, you know, or you had a cleaner come in, or maybe one day you said, this is crazy. And you spent the whole day cleaning it. I want you to ask yourself honestly how you felt when your house was clean. How did you feel? Did it make you feel better? Or was it like, meh? And if it's meh, then don't worry about it. But if it made you feel more in control and it made you give peace to you and it, it, it took away anxiety from you or, or that guilt of, oh, I should, then um, maybe cleaning your house would be a good thing for you because of the joy that it ends up giving you. And what I'm saying is in a method of doing things a little bit at a time and taking it in little chunks, like no more than 30 minutes a day, no more than that in cleaning your home. If you spend 30 minutes a day on your home, your home will eventually be immaculate. End of story. It just will. And so if the, if it gives you a sense of peace when it's done, then go ahead and give that a try. Because in, if you spent 30 day, if you spent 30 minutes a day on your home for a week, you're going to see a big difference. Like it happens so quickly. It happens yeah. so quickly. So that's why I encourage you to do something like that, because if it gives you joy, if it gives you peace, if it gives you that feeling like, okay, I'm in control, that is huge. That mm -hmm. elevates your life. If you're saying to yourself that you want to be, if you have visions of you as being a, a star, or if you have visions of you being um, someone who is really effective in their work and, and is performing all the time and stuff, does that person, is their house in disarray? That person that you achieve to be, what does their house look like? Ask yourself that. And this is not putting guilt on anybody or anything like that. That's not what I'm trying to do. I'm just saying that sometimes we need to sit there and say, because for me, I have to make a choice. Like my hair, like my God, it's like I so need to wash and dry my hair. Um, you know, and that's where I'm failing right now. But it's like, it's one of those things where you say, um, and, and I don't even want to say failing. I'm just choosing not to do it right now. I'm choosing to be you know, enjoy my time and not worry about stuff like that, where you just, you know, lipstick and everything. It's just so beautiful. Kudos. 
Yeah, I just have to say, I want to just share in the comments here. Um, Fiona Jane is with us, and Michelle, uh, Michelle Austin, Lori Lynn Aurens, we want to say hi to you, ladies. And uh, Fiona Jane says, Gosh, Kayla, love those ideas for batching social media and the cleaning. Yeah. She says, Do you have a digital planner to help you do that planning and storing of pictures, quotes, etc.? And I know you mentioned about the passion planner. Is that what it's called? I, I do have a passion planner that I do. And I also use um, an online tool for my business and also for writing my book and for my music. I keep everything in an online tool called Clickable which you can sit there and, and take the time to uh, put in the, the regular things that you do, and then it will put it into a calendar and it will even export it to a Google calendar if you want to do that. Wow. And that's, that's, a awesome. free, that's a free app that you can use on your computer. It takes time to set it up. But what I did really quickly for the house, and like I said, I can upload my Excel spreadsheet that I use. It's very simple. But you can see what I do, and then you can go ahead and uh, change it for yourself. But basically, you divide your house into seven, and you figure out what are the little things that you can do every single day. So for me, I you know I wipe down I wipe down the the kitchen counter and the and the you know I give a quick spray to my the the chrome in my kitchen sink. You know, like I do that right uh, just to mm -hmm. clean that. And I do the same thing with my bathrooms. You know, you go through and you do a quick thing. So after I brush my teeth in the morning, I've got the spray right down there. I give it a spray and a wipe and it's done. So then the, kit, kit, the bathroom counter is clean. That took me like two minutes, nothing, right? And yeah, then I, every, every day is one room in your home. And then you um, spend a little bit more time, you know, once a, every couple of weeks, you do a little bit extra, you know, on something like you might wipe down the walls a little bit or something. And, you know, once every quarter you walk, you clean out your fridge and, you know, twice a year you wash your windows. But um, what it does is it, it you have a plan. And if you do it every day, a little bit at a time and every every once in a while, and you can allot it to when you have more time. Right. So and, you know, it's it's it ends up being easy and. And it ends up all of a sudden where you don't look up in the ceiling and go, oh, my God, there are cobwebs, right? Because that's what was happening to me. Like, this is, what is that? We don't need that. So planning and batching things and shortening, shortening things, um, um, you know, you can plan your whole life is what I'm saying. It doesn't, and, and with, without it being planned, planned, I do not like planning my entire day at all. Right. Because you seem very spontaneous, too, as well. Yeah. And and uh, yes, we will, uh, Kayla will definitely put the link in for the clickable, Fiona Jane's yeah. asking about yeah. that, so yeah. we'll definitely make sure you all have that. Um, that's really great advice. I, I think I'll share this, like, I'm the kind of person that clutter bothers me, and yeah. it makes me feel like I can't make a decision, and so... Um, and if the house is completely dirty or, you know, like there's dust on the floor or something, um, it does, it bothers me. And so for someone like me or Kayla or others, if it, Kayla had a good point, if that doesn't bother you, then you're fine. Don't, you don't have to do that. But if that's an area of your life, especially for women, if we're moms, if we're, you know, for wives, if we have families um, and there's, you know, there's laundry, there's all the kinds of things to do, right, that need to be done. If you can delegate it, great. You know, we had our kids do chores. We had chore list paid by the chore. Um, we still do that. My son just walked in from mowing our backyard. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. he's paid for that. I mean, it's helpful. And 
So delegate where we can. Um, and when your kids are little, you know, they're not going to do it perfectly, but no. you're teaching them responsibility and you're teaching them a lot and it is helpful. And, um, and so, but for me, it is something, it just sounds like this really great idea that Kayla has provides a structure to help, to help us. Like we need structure and we need planning and then we need to follow through with that, you know, in order to see that difference. But just a couple minutes a day. And I know, I think that we can underestimate how much we can get done with just a tiny chunk of time. Yeah. Like Kayla said, you know, she can go and empty her dishwasher during a five minute break from working. Um, and, and I've found that to be true too. I'll, I'll tackle something and it just doesn't take that long, like a small thing. And, but it makes you feel better and you can focus better. Um, so I think batching really helps us be a lot more productive and, and with our music. Now we have, we have members of our female indie community here in our academy and other musicians listening who might not, <clears throat> they might not have homes, they might be younger, they might, um, they might live in a dorm um, or they might, maybe they're out on their own apartment and, uh, but they can apply these principles to Absolutely. their lives um, mm -hmm. to have Free time for their music and to um, structure things. I want to share a couple things too, and these are tips from Brie Noble um, that Kayla and I both have learned that um, that help. But one of them is to figure out what your stop doing list is. Um, there are many things that we do that are just time wasters, and so we want to limit our time wasting activities and time wasting people. That might sound cruel, but there are some people that just, they waste time in our lives and, and they really don't value our time. Um, you know, they just, they kind of leech onto us and, and, uh, use up a lot of time. Um, now there are people that, that truly need our, our help and services. I think we know the difference, you know, between that and somebody's just wasting time, but becoming aware of that, becoming aware of what activities are wasting time. One thing it's not a bad thing, but it could be watching TV. It could be, um, there's nothing inherently wrong with that, but um, if you're just sitting down to relax and, and it's taking two or three hours, or um, it could be uh, other time-wasting activities like scrolling through social media, that social media is, is powerful and we're using it right now. It's a great tool. However, it can, it can result in a lot of harm um, if we start comparing ourselves with others uh, if we start going down rabbit trails, um, which I've done, Kayla's nodding her head. I think we all feel like we've done these things, yes. and they can take, they can really waste a lot of our time. And so, I think one thing about balancing life and responsibilities with music is becoming aware of where our biggest time wasters are, and then uh, really making a change. And and then I think we need to set ourselves up for success. Um, you know, one thing with me. I have struggled with over the years um, since my smartphone is getting on my phone right before bed. It's a terrible idea and, and uh, I've done it. I'll admit I've done it. I've, I've stayed up hours in the nighttime and then woken exhausted. Uh, so for me, it's putting my phone away at a certain time at night. Um, I still have setbacks with that, but I've gotten so much better. Um, keep, I don't ever have it in my bedroom. It's always in a separate room, but turning it off, um, yeah. even, you know, it could have been turning it off at nine o'clock at night or spending time with your family or doing things that are 
you know, that are valuable working on your music or, or writing a song. So um, those things that are going to waste time versus what are the things that energizes, you know, yeah. what are the things that bring joy and energizes? And it could be um, music for a lot of us. I mean, um, that that is something that energizes. Exercise is really important too. Um, and you know, I'm not a I'm not an athlete. Okay, I married my husband as an athlete. Um, even though he's older, he's always been. I mean, he's done. He's ran nine marathons, which requires a lot of planning. Wow. I'm really proud of him. Um, I learned from him uh, gradually. Uh, but but for me, exercise is going for a walk. Right, it's going for a walk, or maybe doing yoga, or uh, stretching, or dancing uh, you know something fun that's fun uh roller skating whatever um you know water skiing I, I don't have opportunities to do that but you know things like that that are fun so uh, that can be um so along with limiting time wasting activities and people i would say unplugging kind of goes along with that um too um and and letting go of perfectionism that yeah. waste of time uh i'll share from experience for me like that you know, I remember whenever I recorded my first album and um, I worked with people in Nashville and they're like, Beth, I've never seen anybody work so hard on their list of credits, like special thank yous. I must have yeah. written it five times. So like that can stop us, like that can waste a ton of time. And so another tip is rather than worrying about finishing something to, to, to think about just getting started with something and back to those time blocks, like when we're working not work on perfect but just work on doing it and then come back and and listen or look at it and edit it later you know just just get it done like yeah. i think that helps a lot um and then also another tip too this is um one from brie i'm pretty sure uh, that i learned this and other people said it as well but just altering the structure of our life um, to figure out when do we have the most energy now mm -hmm. if we have the most energy in the morning do our hardest our hardest task then you know or what's gonna you know our biggest or most important priorities when we have the most energy and then for the when we're lethargic um do something that doesn't require as much mental power yeah and that can also help us oh i love that one definitely figure out your body rhythms figure out when you're the most energetic for me it is definitely the morning it is that 30 minutes after i've had my coffee in the morning and early in the morning you know four five six a.m that is when i am the most productive and i'm not in the af late afternoon and so i always schedule all my meetings then because i can still show up but I don't have to do the hard stuff. I don't have to do the things that are like, I have to mentally force myself to do them. They'd be things I would try to procrastinate. You know, meetings to me are easy and fun. So I can do those in the afternoon when I don't have to really work so hard or have so much mental space. So figure out what those things are for you that really you have to work hard to overcome that like inertia that gets you going on them. And do those things when you have naturally the most energy. I know for, you know, other people in my family, that's the evening. They have the second wind thing. That is not for me. I never get my second wind. So I do those things in the morning. But know yourself and be understanding with yourself and know that you're not going to work the same as everybody else.
And at the very end of the show, we touch on morning and evening routines, which is a whole nother subject that we could cover an entire episode with. But here's what Kayla has to say about it. Uh, For me, my best days are the days that I do my morning routine. And it took me a while to figure out what my morning routine was, but that starts my day off well. And having an evening routine, my shutdown routine, that's something that, that shut, that, that helps. So if I can cap my days and figure out what works best for me, um, and what, what works best for you, those are really good things. I know people say them all the time, but they are kind of magical. Um, and so, um, I, I have figured out what really works for me. And if, my morning, um, you know, I, I wake up too late or something happens, um, you know, I will still do a mini version of my morning routine. But the other, thing that, idea. At the other thing that I do is like I plan on Sunday my week. Okay, so Sunday I take a little bit of time and I plan my entire week. And what you want to get away from is busy work. Busy work does not get you anywhere. Being busy is not what you want to do. You want to sit there and look at things like I've got my work work that I have to get done that I've got and that's where the clickable comes in. But then when I look at my I have to because of the pandemic and everything and because I'm choosing to enjoy my summer. um, I sit there and say, okay, what are some needle mover things that I can do and by needle movers it's like things that will actually progress my music career or my speaking career or whatever it is that I want to do. And so I'll pick some simple things that won't necessarily take a huge amount of time or if you want to do some marketing and you say, okay, these things I want to get done in this, this week. And so you choose those things. And, and so then every morning I have this cool little whiteboard that by rocket book, but I'm sure you can get them from other things too. And it sticks on my, um, on my desk. And then I have an erasable, uh, pen or felt pen that that I use a dry erase and I put my three things or my I put my three things for work on there that I have mm-hmm. to accomplish that day and I'll put my one little needle mover that's something that's not going to take me very long and I want to get those things done and that pro- so that still propels my career even though I'm not necessarily focusing on that right now because I'm letting myself off the hook a little bit the second thing that I do is um it's real like i keep going back it's really important and this just might be me getting old but it's really important that i take the time to feed i call it feeding my soul it take take the time to do those things and so i've batched them into i I put them into c's uh creativity challenge community caring um i can't remember all of them but there's you know there's a there's a few of them and what I do is beside all of them, like challenging myself, what, how can I challenge myself? That's fun this week. Cause when you challenge yourself, you feel better. So they can be really mm-hmm. silly things. Like I did a challenge to myself where I said, how can I still look good every morning with my makeup, makeup and my hair looking good, but not wash my hair all week. And I figured out, and I just did this little challenge to see what it would be like and, you know, and then wash my hair on the seventh day. Cause I hate, I hate blow drying my hair. So I would sit there and I, and I had these little twists and I took pictures of them and I, I just did this stupid little challenge, but it was fun. And then I, and so then what happens is you write down for creativity. It's like, can I write, can I draw? Because it's not work, right? 
Mm. You know, can I paint because it's not part of my job? And then it's also playing the guitar and practicing the piano and doing the scales or the different things. And so I have all these things listed. And then when a moment comes going for a walk, doing your, you know, what you talked about, like the different things, exercise, cardio, that kind of stuff. What can I do? The little things. So that when those moments of time, you don't plan them in your planner necessarily, but you get a moment of time and you say, oh, I can draw right now. Or, oh, I can do this tonight. Or, oh, I'm going to call this friend because I haven't seen them. Or, oh, I'm going to write a note to this person and mail it to them so that they get a nice little note in the mail. You have a list of things that you can do that are going to energize you and make you feel good that cover all the different areas of your life uh, so that, you know, or I'm going to go and crawl on the floor and play Lego with my kids or whatever it is, those little things, you have them all listed in your, in your planner. Right. And then it's just, you don't have to think about it. So yesterday I had a 20 minute block that all of a sudden showed up and I could have worked, but I went, no, I've been working really hard. So I got up and I went out and I just went out on the beach and I looked because my call next call was going to start at, at, at four o'clock. And, and it was, I had finished my work at 20 to four. So I just went out onto the beach in the sun and I just sat there and I picked some shells and I did, and I took that little bit of moment for me right? Yeah. And then I went back to work. And it's like, there's nothing wrong with that. And then that makes you feel better. And all of a sudden, it's brighter, right? So yeah, it's, it's doing things, it's doing things like that. It's planning those not planning them, but having them sitting there at your ready to say, Yes, I'm going to do that. I'm going to sketch tonight. I'm going to, you know, just draw just for fun. I'm going to challenge myself that I'm going to do a push up every day and maybe I'll be able to be a, you know better at a put anything doesn't matter just having something to challenge yourself and that starts that's where the balance comes in that's what I'm trying to say that's where the balance comes in right is taking all the different areas of your life and and making sure that you do something with every one of those areas uh, for the whole week, you just do something a little bit in there. And, um, you know, it, it makes and for a better it kind of, Those are, thanks for sharing this, Kayla. That's really helpful. Um, and I think it too, it kind of brings synergy because uh, when we when we are balanced in all areas, we're, we're striving for balance, it's going to make each area better, right? If we if we exercise and feel better about our bodies, um, not, the, not, not that they have to look a certain way but we're just going to feel better right if yeah. we have you know or, you know um that's going to carry over into our work or you know taking time out like you did to to get out in the sun and on the beach and have that joy like that carried over probably when you had your call at four o'clock that day yeah. and so it is super powerful you know our goal here is really to help all musicians um to be empowered and to know like you have a choice. I think that's the biggest thing. Uh, we, we have choices and sometimes we, we might forget that we have a choice, but we always have a choice and um, being empowered and all these great tools and, um, and just changing our mindset about them and the structure. So there's a lot of things covered here. So Kayla, thank you so much. Thanks, for Beth. Always a pleasure. Yeah, it's a pleasure to be here with you too. And I hope every, you have a wonderful day today. We look forward to doing this again. We'll be back again in two weeks. I just love how these ladies serve our Facebook community, how they are so giving of their time and their knowledge and their experience. So if you're not part of our Facebook group, you need to be in there. If you are a female musician, 
We've been named one of the top 10 Facebook groups for musicians. And all you need to do to find us is go to Facebook and look up Female Indie Musician Community and come join us. You can ask Kayla once you get in, hey, can I have a copy of that cool spreadsheet for cleaning your house? So go in and join the group and you can watch them do their next live stream in a couple of weeks. And as I mentioned at the beginning, if you want my Smart Goals workbook that goes along so well with the things we were discussing today, go to femusician.com goals. That's F as in female, E as in entrepreneur, musician.com goals. Now go out and make great music, connect with your fans and grow your business. Female Entrepreneur Musician has been brought to you by femusician.com and femalemusicianacademy.com and music by Stella Ronson.